My name is Josh Snyder, and this is Thoughtful Discussions. Tonight, I have on with me David Porter, Dr. Curtis Porter. Awesome. And what do you both do? Uh, we host a lecture series called The African Library Unburnt. Awesome. Yes. What's it about? The African Library Unburnt is a lecture experience series in mm. that we try to get the audience involved. Yep. And it's about the historic and psychological presence of the African-American people mm. uh, within the context of uh, the world, really, and within the context of uh, developing humanity. Awesome. And who is it for? Like, uh, the people in the community, what is it, is it directed towards anyone particularly? The African uh, Library Unburnt is for the community. It's directed toward yeah. everyone. Everyone. And for black people in particular, but not in mm -hmm. isolation. Yep. In that uh, uh, the evolution of ourselves as a people yep. requires that, I think it requires at this moment in time and towards the future, yeah. that we form coalitions gotcha. and that we form such coalitions based upon intimate experience and knowledge of each other. Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah, I've, I've been to an event and I've seen all, all different types of people there, so yeah. it's definitely welcoming. Yeah. So, uh, we like to that. keep it a multicultural safe space and have yeah. the floor of conversation always open Absolutely. so we can learn something new, they can learn mm -hmm. something new and leave our lectures um, with some new knowledge on how to like interact with other people and like right. take in yeah. different people's experiences and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. That's a huge part. I mean, I grew up in Southern California, so my experience with um, different races and racism is a lot different than moving to Pittsburgh. Uh, on the on the East Coast, there there's definitely a different vibe. Different, uh, the way things are are dealt is, is a little bit different from anything from police officers to uh, just everyday life in the community. Mm -hmm. So I could I could definitely see a need for something like this, where um, you know we're able to discuss it, discuss it together, discuss it uh, where you know people are are open to ideas and and yeah. where where people can come and. There's you nothing know, like thought. what we do in this city. So yeah, I, I felt that. that it was a need for um, us or someone to like work on something like this, mm -hmm. especially in the cultural climate, political right. climate today is needed more than ever. Absolutely. So awesome. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the uh, the name and what that means. Uh, the name, the African Library Unburnt, comes yeah. from kind of like a play on a, an Afri uh, a, a, a statement that was developed by an African ecologist whose name was Amadou uh, Ba mm -hmm. and uh, he coined the phrase so to speak okay and the phrase was when an elder dies mm -hmm. a library is burning and this phrase was coined based yeah. upon the notion that Africans and many indigenous people mm -hmm. uh, carry their history in the form of oral traditions right and such that the people who carry those traditions are uh, the longest and having learned them from childhood mm. are the elders. Absolutely. And so that when an elder person passes, mm -hmm. then the idea was that, his idea was that uncaptured, mm -hmm. then a library is burning. Right. Well, his challenge, and in fact his job as an ethnologist, yeah. was to capture those stories before mm. that library burnt. I love and it. And so our challenge is as well, to yep. capture those stories and to transmit them mm. before these libraries are burnt. And awesome. so we came up with the title, An African Library Unburnt. And okay. the, the shortened notion yeah. is that these stories are unburnt. 
caught it. Uh, so that's where the title comes from. I love it. I got chills. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank yeah, you. That's, what, that's one of my favorite things. Um, so what, what made you want to do this? I was just um, tired of the American cur- curriculum on mm-hmm. African history because mm. it's African-American history. And yep. so once uh, we, um, our ancestors got off that boat, it was just nothing but pain and suffering yep. and then fighting for equality. Right. So, but our history is just so much like larger than that. It's just like Absolutely. a small fraction of our history. So I think mm. things like that aren't speak spoken about like in American curriculum. And plus, on top of that, like when you hear negativity all the time, it affects you. Absolutely. It's like brainwashing. So right. I thought it was po- like necessary to know, like. It's it's important to know the negatives about your history, but it's also mm. it's very important to know your positives. Absolutely. Because it shapes the way you think. Absolutely. Know your strong points. Dive into those. If you if you're always focusing on your negative, it's just gonna break you down and break you down. I totally, totally agree with that. Go ahead. It's also important to develop uh what we call like the transformational notion. Mm-hmm. Which is which is essentially to to try to develop, if you will, kind of like a technology of transformation. Okay. So to develop uh, content that leads to, uh, it, it, for example, what David was talking about and what you expounded on mm-hmm. in terms of like to develop the, the looking at the positive and the negative, mm. to develop something right. that you could repeat and repeat and repeat that enables people to gain a positive and informed mm. understanding of themselves, right. of their condition, and of their possibilities. Awesome. And so we could develop that as almost like a, uh, a technology that repeats itself mm-hmm. or uh, uh, a notion or an I set of ideas that are that can be informative and repetitive mm. and that's what we are attempting to do okay. that's like the transformational notion right so that for example David uh, suggests that uh, uh, the pain and suffering from uh, exiting the slave slave ships right well if you look at that in the full context Mm-hmm. And that is but a blip in time, right, given the full experience right. uh, of uh, the full breadth of the African American experience, right. uh, the larger African experience, and indeed mm-hmm. the broader human experience, absolutely, which began in Africa. Right. So that 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 is an example of kind of like a transformational notion mm. that you could get in one second that instantaneously changes your idea of right. who that particular African or Black person is. And then you get a real sense that that individual, as a representative of humanity, mm. is far more than you may have considered. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's instantaneous. Yep. I love that. Now, what's your background? Where, how did you, uh, you're a doctor? Yeah, I'm PhD, and my PhD is from the University of Pittsburgh. Awesome. Counseling psychology. Okay. Uh, a long time ago. And I spent most of my career mm. in... Uh, higher education, okay. and in community-based organizations. Cool. Uh, I began uh, my professional career mm-hmm. uh, at founding black studies at the University of Pittsburgh. Okay. I started doing that in 1968 as a student, okay. a graduate student at the time. Yep. Did that for a long time, a couple dozen, well, not a couple dozen years, but for 13 years. Okay. I then worked for the National Urban League okay. for another 12, 15 years. Okay. As you can see, I got some miles on me. That's good. And uh, I also worked for the University of Connecticut. Okay. As a director of a campus in Stanford, Connecticut. Okay. And uh, retired 
mm -hmm. a few years back as the chancellor of Penn State's campus in McKeesport, which is the greater Allegheny campus of Penn State University. Awesome. So I was chancellor of that campus mm -hmm. and uh, more recently uh, as uh, chief, uh, uh, a chief education and neighborhood reinvestment officer, a very long title for the <laughs> city of Pittsburgh. Awesome. Uh, but my interest really steadies, st uh, uh, has always been mm -hmm. on individuals, families, and communities mm -hmm. and how they may have a positive and reinforcing sense of self. That's what mm -hmm. I wrote my dissertation on, and yep. that's always been my abiding interest. Right. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that's, that's obviously something you get from your, your family. And my mom was, was very um, adamant about making sure all of us, all, I'm the youngest of five, that all of us knew what our potential was and what, how, what our strong points were and that we were, you know, loved and beautiful and all the things you tell your children. Um, so how does that play in the community when, you know, going f back from when you first started to now, uh, uh, how, what, what are some things that you've found most interesting in your study and, and what is it that you try to tell people as they're going through, going through different things? Well, but I think that what I've discovered, what I think we discovered in this process, we started mm -hmm. about, we started last year. Mm -hmm. uh, we've done somewhere between 13 and 15 of these lectures. Yeah. We've done them with a variety of audiences. Yeah. A mixed demographic, age, mm -hmm. race, yeah. uh, uh, economic, social status. Good. Uh, we've gotten what we call generally positive feedback yeah we've got no, we've got no negative no negative is a double negative <laughs> which means a positive yeah <laughs> and so <laughs> we've gotten generally a positive feedback right and and so what i think we've discovered is that we ought to be doing more of what we what it is that we've been trying to do awesome so you have you have the ability to do that too so if someone wanted yeah. to invite you yeah. to their campus or to their uh, as uh, to their office or something to discuss some of these topics yeah. in a different place than you know the office itself uh, this would be a good yes good spot to try to reach out to you guys so um we we have the lecture down yep. and we're definitely trying to um expand and work on new things mm -hmm. and collaborate with other organizations so cool. if there is anyone <laughs> that wants yeah. to collab with us and so we could work on something together i we are definitely very open to that so cool. that lecture is going to be a private lecture with the pride organization so yeah awesome that's well yeah. If you if you take the idea that we want to impact individuals, families, and communities, mm -hmm. if we can impact the organizations that impact those Absolutely. that impact individuals, families, and communities, yep. we would like to work directly with them. Mm. So our organizations to date have taken individuals that walk through the door. Some of those individuals have been members of organizations. Right. In fact, indeed, the core groups of people that people that we have worked with have been individuals have, that are parts of organizations. And so we have and are attempting to expand that to organizations that are chartered to work directly with parts of the community. So if we can have cool. an impact or working relationship mm -hmm. with those kinds of organizations, that's also great. Awesome. So we just continue to try to grow what it is that we're trying to do. Right. Awesome. And uh, where do you, that kind of leads me into with, with the future uh, what what are your what are your goals maybe for the next year two years you plan to travel with this or well that would be a wonderful thing to do yeah uh, the 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 I think the primary goal that I have is to 
maximize the exposure of the content that we are developing. Absolutely. And to that extent, mm -hmm. it is to sharpen the data or the content itself. Mm. Gotcha. So that if we can get the content in a strongly deliverable format mm -hmm. that parties beyond myself, yeah. if I can transfer this content to someone like David so that he can deliver it, mm -hmm. and if there are others beyond David who can deliver it, yep. so that it becomes a vehicle that cool. is available for others to deliver, mm. uh, even indeed if it can become an application that can be delivered right. digitally, Yep. or through the internet mm -hmm. so that it would have a broader audience gotcha. because the ideal, David earlier said that he had become sort of fed up with what goes by the way of content, let's say right. during Black History Month yeah. or the curriculum for yeah. the African-American experience typically in the public schools right. where you get a bit about slavery and you get a bit about Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. And so you really get pain and diminished hope. Right. And so we would want to expand beyond that mm. toward the broader and more positive reference as to what humanity is about and what black experience of humanity right. has been. That does not go without saying that there has been pain mm -hmm. and indeed there right. has been challenge. Right. But we also know that that has been a, a story of triumph and transformation. Absolutely. So what is it? If you could say, if, if I give you the floor, just to give a, a, a broad message to, to anyone listening, regardless of their race, uh, gender, age, whatever, um, if you could, not to sum up, obviously, there's th the lecture has a, a big chunk of information. You're able to do Q&A. You're able to, to, uh, to work with people directly, and things kind of change as you go. But if you were to be able to, to say something you know, a couple, if you have a couple kind of cliff notes of, you know, things you want to say to people and what, what you're, what are some of the ideas you're trying to get out there? Let me, let me, uh, let me take a hit at that, David. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. In 1868, yeah. Harper's Weekly published mm -hmm. a cartoon. Okay. In the cartoon, they had three men standing on the backs of another man. Okay. It was a man's world in 1868, as yeah. you well know. Uh, <laughs> the man whose back they were standing on was a black man. He was identified as a, 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 a Civil War veteran, a black Civil War veteran. Gotcha. That leads you to talk about the whole experience of mm -hmm. black men during the Civil War. Yep. Which the unwritten history that a lot of people aren't aware of is that the reason why the Civil War was won is mm -hmm. because masses of black men went mm -hmm. into the Union Army. Right. And the South became very much aware that they were faced with an uh, 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 unbeatable force. Mm. because they could no longer even hope to, wo to, to win over the Union Army with its conscript of all the black soldiers who went into the Union Army. Mm. That's another story. But that's yeah. part of how the lecture can go. But those three men whose feet were on the backs of this, who were depicted on the back of this uh, black Civil War veteran, mm -hmm. under the caption that this is a white man's government. Mm. So they were depicted as victorious over the black man mm -hmm. in a man's world. This yep. is a white man's government. There was one who was identified as a five points Irishman. Okay. The other was Nathan Bedford Forrest, who was the founder of the Ku Klux Klan. Okay. The other was identified as a prominent New York Democrat, Dick 
businessman mm -hmm. who was prominent on Wall Street. He okay. was shown with a fistful of money. Mm -hmm. Nathan Bedford Forrest was shown in the Confederate uniform with the Confederate flag mm -hmm. draped over his shoulder. The so-called Five Points Irishman mm -hmm. was shown as a white gorilla with a gun in his pocket and a blackjack in his hand. Mm -hmm. Now that symbolism, yeah. if you break that out yeah. in, the, in, in, in the context before any modern audience yeah. is full of information Absolutely. that will enable you to, 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 to analyze yeah. our current circumstance right. and where we have come, let's say from 1868 to 2018, gotcha. which is not a long distance. No. And if you divide that distance between 1868 to 2018, what is that? 150 years? Sounds about right. You divide that by 20, that's mm -hmm. a number of generations. Right. Not more than seven and a half. Yep. And you look at the black man who, was, who had those three feet on his back mm -hmm. and a white man's government, and then you take a snapshot of the U.S. Congress today, mm -hmm. that gives you a completely different picture. Right. So suddenly you see that there are women in the U.S. Congress, mm -hmm. there are black women in the U.S. Congress, mm -hmm. there's just recently been a Muslim black woman in the U.S. Congress, yep. so it, the picture has completely flipped. Mm. Yes, there are still problems. Yeah. The Irish, who are now Nick Mulvaney, for example, who is the head of a primary department of U.S. government mm -hmm. and a go-to guy for the U.S. president, 150 years ago was thought of as a white gorilla, mm. recent immigrant to the United States. Mm -hmm. So there's a mm. lot of context that can be right. de 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 developed and analyzed and looked at when we think about who we are in this country mm. that can give us a picture, positive and negative, right. and lead us to a greater understanding of where we ought to be and mm. where we have been. Absolutely. That's awesome. I appreciate that. You have anything you want to say? Peace. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So what's your role in this? I just so organize everything. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm positive organizer. Like I make sure we do stuff like yeah, this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he makes sure. He makes sure I make sure. Yeah. Everything is what it is. I'm just in. <laughs> I just make sure we're always doing something and make sure that I find opportunities mm -hmm. to like put us in front of somebody cool and just make sure we're always working you know Motion, logistics cool all that awesome all that. so he's the mouthpiece okay as you can as tell, you tell. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in, and your family right yeah yeah so, so you're I'm your the grandfather grand this is grandson okay mm -hmm. awesome and um cool. where can people find you at like uh you we got a um, community page on Facebook, the African okay. Library on uh, Facebook. You know? African okay. Library Unburnt. Yeah, African Library Unburnt. Cool. Go to the page, you can like it. We, we, we need to update it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we and that's a community. Definitely need to update that. More information. Okay. It's got a lot of data on there, but we're joining more as, you know, cool. now that we're and back that's again. And that's a community group, so other people can post, people can ask questions. People Absolutely. Can cool. Absolutely, and we'll respond. Awesome. I would I would definitely like it if more people communicated with us okay. on that. Well, that's the challenge. If you want to <laughs> you can, you can on ask that community people, page, ask the people a question. Um, just just uh, you know that that's a challenge. So go ahead. I'm ask the people a question. Okay. Yeah. And they're gonna go on your page. They're gonna go on Facebook, and they're gonna search for the African Library Unburnt, 
and they're going to go on, they're going to join the community, All and right. then they're going to ask a question. Or How do you or feel answer your question. about black representation mm. in this city? In the city of Pittsburgh? Yes. Okay, and do if you're not living in the city of Pittsburgh, shout out your city and let us know where you're where you're coming in from, where you're watching, and you could you could you know say it from there. Definitely. You want to ask another question for them? Yeah, for my it. my question is, where do we go as humanity? Where do we go okay. in the future as humanity, as a common yeah. humanity? What's our next step? Absolutely. Where do we go as as our next step? We see where we have been, so yep. where do we go next? That's that's my question. Okay. Uh, I look at the uh, black experience as a step, as a fulcrum. You know, like a, mm. a lever and a fulcrum. Uh, I look at the black experience as a fulcrum toward the broader human experience. Uh, the pain and suffering of the black experience, no less than the pain and suffering of the Rohingya in Myanmar, is like a lesson as to what we ought to be doing as humanity. Mm. So my question to all of us is, what ought we to be doing next? And how can we get there? Okay. Mm -hmm. huh. Well, I'm excited to see people's answers. Make sure you check them out. And thank you so much for being on. I, I really appreciate it. Well, it's a, it's an honor. Honor no to have you both. Don't ever miss out on the opportunity. So yep. we just love hopping in front of this camera for you because you cool. have showed up and supported and you've been absolutely. a good friend. So, yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. No Make sure you check it out. They'll post the event, the events over on the uh, on the group, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, have you back on someday. All right. Appreciate it. Peace. <laughs>